Richmond City Council last night voted 7-2 to approve a motion that asked health authorities to explore the possibility of a supervised drug consumption site at the city's hospital. Uh, Councillor Cash Heed's motion drew heated protests at Richmond City Hall over the last couple of days, with uh, some residents criticizing the lack of public consultation. It was a pretty rancorous uh, lot last night as well. Take a listen. Now, as I said, uh, it was uh, the, the the motion itself was approved seven to two. Joining me now to talk a little bit about what transpired over the last couple of days is Kashid, who is a Richmond City Councillor, former West Vancouver Police Chief, and Solicitor General for the Province of British Columbia as well. Cash, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. So, first and foremost, uh, were you expecting that type of pushback when uh, initially you had introduced this conversation along with one of your other colleagues to to have this conversation about the supervised drug consumption site? Well, I expected. Some pushback uh, from the community, but what was different from my previous experience, which you were in the media when we dealt with the one in Vancouver, mm-hmm. we had the pushback, but we had respectful pushback from the community, the people that didn't agree with what was going on. What I was surprised of how disrespectful the pushback came from the people in Richmond, personally directed towards me. In what way? There's uh, letters, uh, vi- uh, threats to my uh, family members, threats to uh, sending people to my house, uh, you know, those vile type of uh, correspondence that mm-hmm. you would get at uh, various times. But making it so personal directed towards me was the alarming part because I think a lot of people really misunderstood what we're trying to do for our vulnerable people that live in Richmond, B.C. Now, every community deals with the issue of drugs, especially toxic drugs but in the case of Richmond some have said look people do die and have died behind closed doors 26 deaths uh, out of a province with well over 2,500 deaths in 2023. Uh, Richmond at its core represents, represents a very small portion of people who are dying of drugs perhaps this isn't the right place or the right time to be having this conversation. What do you say to those people? Well, every community in British Columbia should have something where they can take as a contact point to get people out of the crisis that they're in. Every community across British Columbia has people that have this acute addiction problem. When you look at 26 deaths, I can't believe how dismissive some people are when they say it's only 1% of the total deaths in British Columbia. Look at the opioid crisis since 2016. 40,000 people have died in Canada because because of the poison drug supply related to the fentanyl crisis we're going through. Even if there's one family we can save from going through the tragedy of losing a loved one, uh, we'd be successful. So I don't buy that dismissive attitude, whether it's from people for their own political benefit or people that just don't understand what we're trying to do to get these people into a contact service, to get them along the continuum of care, to get them into a better life. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you talk about people not understanding what uh, a supervised drug consumption site looks like, and it would be at the Richmond Hospital. Uh, And that's been part of the conversation, some have said. Can you just walk me through and what you envision, and especially for our audience, 
what a site would look like at the hospital if, 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 if it were, one were to open in Richmond? Well, right now, all of our harm reduction supplies that are available to the addicted population, the acute addicted population, are at Richmond General Hospital. So it's already available for them. They can go there for their needles. They can go there for whatever apparatus they need for their drug consumption. What we're looking at is simply within a few blocks of the hospital, we've had several complaints of people that are not only overdosing in the impact it has on emergency services, the fact that people are complaining because they're out in the alcoves, they're in the laneways, they're at their doorsteps, and they're consuming their particular illicit drugs because, as you know, with what the province has done here, they decrim 2.5 grams of it, so they're allowed to have it out in public. They're consuming it out in public, and people are complaining about that. So we want to make sure that we have somewhere where we can actually send them if the complaints come in so our police officers can direct them there, so our outreach workers can direct them to that location. Our emergency health services can direct them to that location. At the end of the day, what, what we would like to see is these people that do come into these uh, these sites, and there's 39 of these approved throughout Canada under 56.1 of the CDSA, uh, which governs our illicit drugs here. And we would have it staffed by health practitioners like the other 39 are. So these are people that are expert in the uh, field that they can come in, develop a relationship, have that contact and be able to move them within the system because you're not going to be able to treat a dead person. So what we want to do is make sure we have that continuum of care started, the initial contact, we can get them into detox, we can get them into the different levels of treatments as primary, secondary, tertiary, and along in that continuum of care so we can get them out of the crisis that they're facing because of their acute drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Now, one of your colleagues, Councillor Alexa Liu, uh, was on Jill Bennett Show earlier today, and she said she switched her vote to go against the motion. Now, Chakow, another city councillor, has opposed the motion right from the start. Um, uh, Ms. Liu originally supported the motion to move forward and have the conversation, which began on Monday and, and ended yesterday with the vote, which went 7-2. But she changed her mind. Uh, she was on Jill's show, as I said. Let's take a listen to what she had to say. We had already been told we're not getting it. So it's a lot of work for nothing. It's extremely polarizing for people because um, a lot of us have been watching the news, watching what's happening in Yale Town, and thinking that these are the same thing. Supposedly, a safe consumption site is different from an overdose prevention site. Most people don't know the difference between that. And the way the motion was written is it made it sound like it was already a fait accompli that we were going to get this. So not just that staff was going to study it, but that it was essentially going forward. And then the supporting motions for it were, how are we going to educate the public? How are we going to make this work with police and other stakeholders? It seemed very polarizing right from the outset. And then it also didn't really create an avenue for what happens if we don't get it. In your mind, what uh, Council Lou has explained there, uh, do you... by what she is saying, but more importantly, or do you think it was just a case also of too much pressure from the community saying we really don't want to see it? I think there was a, there was a, I think 18,000 people signed a petition saying they don't want to see it. I mean, what makes you, th- give me your sense of why you think Alexa Lu changed her mind. She's perpetuating the device, divisive politics that are occurring here in Richmond right now, and that's so unfortunate. Yes, Shakao, he's been promoting this, he's been coming up with his own data, but at least 
least he had his position from the outset. Alexa Liu is looking for which way, you know, the political wave is actually going, where she can get the best benefit for herself. She is not doing what's right for people in Richmond. She had three weeks to educate herself. As a matter of fact, I corrected her several times and others on what a harm reduction site is compared to a supervised consumption site. So clearly she didn't understand it, and clearly she didn't understand the motion because the motion has six points. Five of those points are related to engagement, engagement with the levels of government, engagement with the health authority, engagement with the community, with the law enforcement officials, the health care providers, all of that. She didn't just understand. She, in my humble opinion, changed her vote for her own political aspirations. Uh, my guest is Cash Heed. He is the Richmond City Councilor who brought forward the motion uh, to uh, explore the possibility of supervised drug consumption. So I 